0: Draft night. You kind of just pulled up when you felt like it. What were you doing before that moment? I just went shopping.
1: Next thing you know, I get picked 10th, and they're like, oh, shit, like, they want you to come to the draft. I'm like, all right. Like, David Stern's in the back. He's like, well, the 13th pick not here, so I'm going to just bring you out. That's what I came out. I was like, (laughs) like, yeah, it was
2: good. What's up? This is Out of Pocket, the hoop show for real hoop fans. I'm the Jethro Jenkins. Josiah Johnson.
3: I'm Zach Schwartz. We got Brandon Jennings on today, but before we do that, LeBron has a pretty important record coming up. I think we got to talk about that before which he gets one, on. Which one, Zach? Which one? <laughs> the, the, in my mind, the like, last nail in the coffin of those that say he's not the GOAT. But I, I want to ask you guys, when do you think he will break Kareem's scoring title record? I think LeBron will break that record when he feels like it. Now,
2: <laughs> he could do it
0: against the Knicks. I, I could see him dropping 118 points and just getting it over with, you know, stretching that <laughs> if he feels like two it. Two records, smack, Wills smack and Just un- unbreakable. No, I, I think LeBron, the smart man, doesn't want to do it. Indiana. Obviously, you guys don't feel too fond about that city. A lot of people don't as well. I don't mind. My it. opinion has to change because my brother lives there now. Good so. steak and shake. Century Located. They got an Oceanair. They got some good restaurants. Everything is always restaurant predicated for me. <laughs> White Castle, the steak and shake, yeah. all within walking range. <laughs> but he's Oklahoma. not going to do it in Indiana. Not going to do it wrong, in Indiana. No, no, no. Not going to do it in New Orleans. I can see him taking that day off, letting AD just get yeah. that slander. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't think the Thunder, because who wants to break the scoring record against the Oklahoma City Thunder? No disrespect to Oklahoma City. Think Milwaukee Bucks probably makes the most sense, A, because I have tickets to that game. And B, because Kareem played for the Bucks, they've kind of had some shit going oh, on. Oh, that back makes and forth. sense. Yeah, yeah. Petty, petty shit going on. Yeah. so now I'm not gonna break the record. I'm gonna do it on the the team you know that you won championships with. While you won playing it with the, Bucks, the team, while playing for while playing against the team <laughs> where you started your career.
2: It would be interesting him doing it against the current best player in the world. Oh, or it would be interesting him doing it in <laughs> Golden State against like his arch nemesis of a team. You do know, you know what I'm
3: saying? So I don't, I don't the know. The trip, but, the the game after Milwaukee is Golden State. Is yeah. that the next one? to State, yeah. So, up, yeah.
0: When you, you say against the greatest uh, player in the world, he's playing against himself? Yeah, or probably, is there? No. Yeah,
2: another, no. Bro,
0: LeBron James the greatest player of all time. No, greatest sorry, player I'm in too. the world. Giannis, Giannis
2: is that football. Do
3: you think for Giannis that he'll be like, okay, LeBron needs 32 tonight. He's not getting that. Like, do you think Giannis will tank his own offensive game just to stop LeBron from breaking that record against him?
0: Now Giannis is uh, Greco Nigerian, uh, very kind people, very appreciative, <laughs> very respectful. Obviously, you know very competitive, very competitive. competitive but you know it's a bronze league still. Uh, I think deep down
3: they're probably trying to make a play to get Bron to Milwaukee at some point. You know, I think I think he's gonna go and set himself up where he's got like he could have done it against the Bucks but he'll need, like, six points and get it done against the Warriors, and I think that's, for me, that's the best, in Golden I, State. I
2: think that's the best, too. And, and like then have to applaud that, that him. History, right, right. Delicious. I wonder if they're going to applaud him. I wonder if they're going to applaud him. They've they hated him for so ass. long. And there's some real nerds themselves. there. There's some <laughs> real nerds, not there is basketball there, fans. There is, you feel mm. what I'm saying? There is so, some Dweefs,
0: especially on Twitter, in the Warriors, like, me? So, like it's, it's not, like, real basketball
2: fans. They just started watching the game four days ago, so, like, it's, you know, we'll see, but... It'll be interesting if it's done there, you know?
0: Yeah. I think Bucks, game winner, hook shot, call timeout.
3: Left Darvin left. will draw the oh, play. Give petty. me some goggles. Take Petty. Give me <laughs> some petty. goggles. I'm going to shave my shit real quick like Kareem. Give me, bring up the goggles. That would be.
0: Goggles game winner over Young. Goggles knee pads. I hope Kareem is there. I know him and LeBron. Obviously, <clears throat> I saw eye to eye. There was a clip of LeBron, I think earlier. This year was like, you know, no, no thoughts, no relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kareem, yeah. Brian, figure it out, all right? Light skin to dark skin to come together. It's the time to unify. <laughs> the city Chris of, of the bloods, season. you feel me? You already know.
2: People are saying that Kareem's record is more valid because he didn't shoot Three. threes. How much bullshit? Is that uh, it's just such a ridiculous way? But he also
3: minimized. He also played a large portion of his career against men that chain smoked Marlboro Reds at halftime. Like I don't,
0: it's, a, uh, it's you know it's, it's, I'm, I'm not gonna say the three point thing. Kareem's what seven foot three, seven foot four, yeah. whatever. He wasn't shooting skyhook three pointers anyway. That wasn't a part of his game. I think he hit one in his career. They yeah. showed it during the, the last Lakers game. Shout out to the Spectrum crew for always blessing Legend. us with the great, great content. I will say though that Kareem had to play four years of college right. And That's the right. way he was dominating at that point, if you mm-hmm. want to make that argument in that case. That makes more sense. Definitely. That makes four more years of college. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He would have got to leave four years, but that also is four more years to burn his knees out.
3: I know. also think, to your point, the longevity thing with Kareem is so impressive. And the fact that like he they didn't believe in ice baths. During that time they, period, they flew yeah. not private. So this is a seven foot dude wadded up in a <laughs> shitty economy seat, knees bro. to chin, like, bro, And playing you know in I mean? Converse. Yeah, like all you of that. Bean pies but also the way, way they pie. played the game,
2: though, wasn't <laughs> like it was a bunch of you know left to right, you know lateral. True, movement. but caught the, the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like skyhook. We Sky talk hook, about the Jordan rules
3: that the Pistons had, where they were like put him on the deck if he jumps, like people were shitty to kareem and kareem had to deal with all sorts of like several different eras well. he had to deal with like the insane eras of like the 80s where guys would just like swing on you he had to deal with racist areas where guys would undercut him just because he's that guy and like they're racist and insane like Do you what? remember
2: when he, sl- when, he banged, when he banged he was the, the, the number one draft pick <laughs> of that year and oh. he's Bro, you didn't want that smoke with Kareem. No. So, I mean, yeah, it, yeah, put him on the ground. Kareem made the wasn't one, one to be put True. on the ground. You know what I'm saying? It was going to end up the other way. Yeah. I remember that two elbowed him, and he yeah. just turned and stole on the man. A yeah. great story for
0: you, gentlemen. The year was 1977. The Bucks held the first and third pick in the NBA okay, draft. Okay. The first pick, they selected Kent Benson, a white gentleman from Indiana. Probably had no business being selected first, but he fit the mold of the Midwest and what so. that city represented. With the third pick, they selected Marcus Johnson who just happened to be the father of one of your co-hosts on this show. So dad <laughs> you know, tells the story all the time. Yeah. So they're playing the game, I think the first game of the season, if I'm not mistaken. My dad's like, you know, his rookie year, he's like, oh, I'm excited as shit. Lakers are in town, Kareem's back in Milwaukee. Obviously, you know, Kareem had dipped to go to the Lakers, so it was what it was. But yeah, so Ken Benson, number one pick, is like, I'm gonna get physical with him, whatever, kind of throws him that bow. Mm-hmm. Kareem obviously turns around, <laughs> just lays him so my dad's guarding Jamal Wilkes at that point he kind of turns and looks and he always tells the story Kareem was standing over him like yo get up get up get up my dad's like yo Cap, like Cap he's not getting shit. up no He done like he's done <laughs> like imagine that being your first NBA game I think in forever Ken Benson went on to have a, a, a decent NBA career you know he, hard he, to recover though he, yeah, but yeah. hard to recover from that moment <laughs> getting just molly whopped in your first game <laughs> in Milwaukee by a Muslim gentleman you know, and there's nothing you could do about it. And but fans like, on- shit,
2: why are you playing with that man? The only thing I know about Kent Ken Benson is that moment. But, mm. well, I mean, is there a world we can just respect that, you know, Kareem did something amazing? For sure. And that Bron is doing something amazing. For sure. Why do we have to create these arguments? You know, all of
0: it is incredible. No, you know I agree. I mean? Well, Kareem agree. is my all-time GOAT, as you guys know. Obviously, LeBron is my contemporary GOAT. But when you look at just the history of basketball and the scope, LeBron hasn't had rules instituted to literally stop him from performing. Imagine for you sure. got Kareem banging on dudes and like, oh, you know what? Can't dunk. No right, right, yeah, right. But no dunking for like a good eight, nine year period, you know, was outlawed in college. And uh, just to see the way that Kareem, obviously has carried himself, the amazing work that he's done, going on winning six championships, five MVPs and balling into his latter years but i remember Kareem in like the late 80s his last kind of go around he was definitely washed at that point he was still yeah. proficient where you look at lebron now 38 in year 20 i'm so right. i'm just so used to seeing him ball and perform at this level but averaging the same amount that he was averaging when he was like 23 right it's right. 20,
3: he's averaging i think 29 and i went and looked at guys at his age or at what season 19 season 20 what guys had and you had like malone MJ, Kareem, and they're all in like the low 20s, and you have LeBron at 29. Incredible, incredible.
0: So regardless of how you feel about LeBron, whether you love him or you hate him, just admit he's had the longest peak in NBA history. He is the GOAT. There's been other great players. This is no knock to Jordan, no knock to Kobe, but in terms of longevity, literally, yeah, you can say he he helped launch the big three area, but the Warriors had to launch the big four area just to compete with (laughs) Mm him. A a wash man (laughs) with a receding hairline, starring in space jams and house party movies. like. Still giving your team work. Is there a GOAT argument after this, do you believe? Do you still believe there's even an argument after this?
3: No, but people are insane. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, that is what it is. You Here's know? one
0: gentleman that has the potential to carry the torch into the future. Are we
2: going
3: there?
0: Ladies the and gentlemen, <laughs> up next, Brandon Jennings. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
3: The youngest player to drop 50. He sat Steph worse than anyone in NBA history. I'm glad
0: we're talking about that. That was my favorite part of that 55 minute game. Brandon Jenkins. <laughs> what's
3: up? What's up? What's, what's, up, up, what's up? What's, what's
1: up? What's
2: up? up? What's up? We're going to get to the Steph stuff in a little bit. I was wondering, do we jump into it? Do we, do we jump to the into one it? I jump into that
0: game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, but
3: we'll get there. Let's
0: let's start. We gotta go back to your high school years. Top rated player on ESPN, I think. Uh, Rivals was being janky and had you number four. I was you know a little disappointed to see that BJ Mullins, I think, was number one on that <laughs> joint. But just talk to me about that time when you look about the guards just in your class. You had Tyreek Evans, Campbell Walker, Clay was kind of lower rated. It was a little bit younger, but. <laughs> What was it like for you just in those days, especially just AAU? I know you know you was playing with with Kevin Love, yeah. And you said y'all y'all ran the table on everybody. What was it like playing with that crew? And who who were your toughest matchups back in those days?
1: Well, those days were like those days. I felt like we had to really earn it. Like you know, it's ball is life. Uh, who makes it? Safe? You know, yeah, it's all, it's all big now. So yeah. you know, back then that was new for us. Like to you know, just that whole era of MySpace and you know just all that. So <laughs> that's like, awesome. The the competition was just like unbelievable to me like everybody had to you know you always wanted to prove yourself every weekend like yeah. you, you wasn't ducking no smoke yeah yeah like yeah. you know if OJ Mel and Derrick Rose and all these was in the tournaments like you wanted to be in it yeah. um Tariq Evans Kimball Walker I remember first playing against Kimball Walker up in Arizona and she, he was it was kicking our ass um, <laughs> um but you know like just things like that just just always stuck with me
0: so besides yourself in those high school days, who, who was your favorite player, or toughest matchup? Who was the guy you knew was going to get the most Tariq out of Tariq Evans. Okay.
1: Tariq Evans was always like a person that mm-hmm. I was always like going against or just like trying to stay on that level. Like he was he was like that guy you had on your wall like back right then.
2: Hoopers love Reek. Yeah. You know, I think Shump came on up. Yeah. Like one of the few players he was like he just could not figure out mm-hmm. was Reek. He was just a guy though. But John Wall said that he had his breakout game against y'all. Um, he said he dropped like 34, you know what I'm saying? Do you remember that game at all? Where was it, John? John Wall said he had his breakout, in <laughs> AAU, it was AAU ball. Mm. You know, he said he had his breakout game, and I was wondering if you remembered it all. I don't remember that,
1: but I do remember, like John was serious, like yeah, him, yeah. him John, John Wall, and you know who else in that class? Lance Stevenson. Oh yeah, and People in high don't school? Bring out yeah. of high school, yeah. but I remember seeing Lance Stevenson, eighth grade, go against O.J. Mel at ABCD camp. And hold his arm.
2: OJ <laughs> like, was like that. We like, do like talk Lan, about that. Yeah, no, like, we don't. like
1: Lance Stevenson was like that guy. Like yeah,
3: he he was that guy to me. Like you were talking about the hoops mixtape era and like mm-hmm. early YouTube days with Ball's Life and all of that what was it like seeing those go viral? Cause that was like the early days of things going viral. And then do you, what are your thoughts on like these guys now that grow up with it everywhere? Every game they play is yeah. on the internet. Yeah, now. I
1: remember the first time I had my first highlight hoop like, mixtape. I thought I was like, Oh yeah, this is it. Like yeah, they were you know, on a YouTube, like going to MySpace, put it on my page. <laughs> like, you know, everybody coming to my page. Like, yeah, this is me. So yeah. I mean, it was a little weird at first. Cause it was like, yo, why are you following me with a camera? Like, but,
2: but then like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like back, I mean, it
1: what's up? I'm like, all right, like whatever, but... <laughs> Like it was just the start of it. Like we didn't even know. Even Do you I have a game. favorite that isn't yours? I man, I like a kill cars. Oh, okay, oh, oh, yeah. like,
2: okay. I forgot Stop,
1: about
3: a kill. Yeah, 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 the
1: crimes built. I mean, and plus he used to wear my shoes in high school. Okay, so, That's awesome. You know, of course, Tariq Evans. Of course, yeah. John Wall. The John Wall tape was my favorite. John Wall's
2: crazy. Yours is one of the first to go crazy, though. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yours, John Wall, Rose were the first of kind of three that I was like, yo, who the fuck? Is this? I'm my country ass, and Saint Louis like, a grown who ass is man, this? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was like nationwide. Yeah, I mean, I was doing my thing,
1: you know? <laughs> I left Dominguez. I went to Oak Hill, and I had to represent for the West Coast. For sure, for sure.
3: I remember being at ASU or looking at going to ASU and seeing your tape and hearing that you were going to go to Arizona and being like, how the hell are we going to stop him? Like, what is going to yeah, happen? It was supposed to be me, Jared Bayless, uh, Jordan Hill, and Chase Budinger.
1: That would have been crazy. Yeah, that would have been – but Jared had left. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. was like – uh, and then Luke Olsen left, so I was like, okay.
3: Yeah, yeah well, okay. yeah, well, yeah,
0: yeah. When you look at that squad, man, you talk about Arizona backcourts, I mean, you got Damon Stoudemire, Khalid Reeves, you got Mike Bibby, you could go with Michael Dickerson or Miles Simon, just depending. A lot of people don't know Miles Simon, but he was a fucking beast yes, back then. like that, for sure. You got sure. Salim and whoever you want to insert. Yeah, Salim, my favorite. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I was gonna say, like, watching your game, and it's probably the greatest compliment I could give any human being. It reminded me, I'm watching that 50, it's just, but your ability to create shot, the lefties, but get buckets anywhere. And the thing when we used to play Salim it was like, you couldn't just put one dude on him. Mm. Like he would just laugh in the face of whoever. I remember we had Aaron DeFlalo, shut down defender, we're playing him at Arizona. Uh, We're in a timeout that we're we're, we're up to or something like that. Ben Howland's like, look, guard him, guard him one step in for half court. Aaron doesn't do it. He pulls up one step in from half court, <laughs> straight fucking bucket. But Aaron had the size too. You know yeah, what I mean? Like a good. Yeah. Where do you think that backcourt of you and Jared Bayless would have ranked? Would it have been the greatest backcourt in Arizona history?
1: Uh, I think we would have won it. Yeah, like, I, like, I like it we would have won it. I mean, me me, Jared, Chase, Budinger, Jordan Hill. Like yeah, I mean that's a like that's everybody made it to the NBA. So <laughs> yeah, like, that's four right, guys for right, sure right. going.
2: Like a lot of guys have got the NIL deals now. You know what I mean? People making like multi-million NIL deals. You would have had a bag coming your way if you would have come to college. Do you think you would have thought more about coming to college or would have came to college rather than going overseas if if that opportunity was for you? Well, it just depends. Like I had trouble taking the SAT. Oh, okay, yeah. like,
1: okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. I wasn't really like book smart in school as much. Uh, you know, I cared about basketball a lot. Sure. So probably, I probably would have kept going overseas. Okay. Uh, I, I probably would have kept going overseas. Yeah, anyways. overseas. Yeah. Do
3: you feel a sense of pride seeing the guys that are going overseas? Because you kind of laid the groundwork. Like you see, you know, LaMelo goes overseas. You see some of these guys going that route, or even the G League, like yeah. the Ignite and stuff like that. Do you feel sort of a sense of pride? Because you kind of paved the way for those guys?
1: Yeah, I give, uh, yeah. Um, I want to give a shout out to Sonny Vacaro.
3: Mm. No kidding. Sonny
1: Vaccaro, he's the one that put it all together for me so without him and his got gu- and him guiding me and telling me young fella this is going to work like you're going to see like you know just all i need you to do is just stay here do a year and watch more kids do it so yeah. uh, shout out to Sunny for right on. For out for me
0: i remember when you you made that move i was so happy and I'm, i've had you know different feelings about the NCAA, but just knowing the way that they exploit athletes, especially during that time. Mm-hmm. We even talk about the hoops mixtape and the baller's life. Like, they need to cut you a check. I'm just gonna be yeah. real. I know, cause you, yeah. you're getting millions and millions of views, but these dudes showing in, you know, not putting nothing in the offering plate. Like, <laughs> like, you helped really spawn and build this whole highlight mixtape culture. But let's talk about making that move to Italy. I think you were 18 at that time. You kind of just turned 19 when you were over there. It was a heavily scrutinized move and that's what I couldn't wrap my head around. So do do you feel like, and this is what I've always wanted to ask you, do you feel like that was kind of racially motivated? You got this black kid from Compton who's saying, you know, fuck college, I'm gonna go get this bag overseas. And I kind of make the joke, if you were Brandon Janelli and you had the same accolades, (laughs) same everything, but grew up over there, we're playing in EuroLeague and Italian Series A, You'd be a top two pick because they say, Oh, look at this kid's potential. He's playing against grown men. But it seems like they use that to kind of knock you down when in my mind, like you're playing against much better talent than what you're gonna get in college and you're getting thrown into the fire. You gotta play in the fucking Euro League. And we've heard Lucas say those things. Oh, you know, it's harder than it is in America. So do you feel like you were kind of, you know, targeted a little bit? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure.
1: I remember Jay Billis killing me. Ugh. Like, you know, like who Boys does this kid think he is? Like, why does he you know, uh, he doesn't want an education. And and I'm just looking at it like, oh. I'm not gonna go to class probably anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I it's but, Arizona, like, like, a oh, I, gotta have I, a heartbeat. I a manager, like, I had yeah, to like, do yeah. one
1: semester and like, all right, that's it. Like I know I'm going to the league. So, but I just feel like I got a lot of, you know, education just going over overseas, like living in a, being out of my comfort zone, taking a risk, um, getting a different perspective of life, mm-hmm. you know, playing overseas, you know, they don't really need much. They just care about their team, their families and you know, just being able to go to the game. So just the perspective and taking my mom, my
2: brother, um, having them with me was just you know one of the greatest experiences of my life. You were 18 dealing with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Going overseas, but also dealing with people like Jay Billis wanting you to be an accountant or some shit. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, yeah. Jeezy quoting Jay Billis. <laughs> yeah, over, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, right, right, right. <laughs> so how did you deal with that at that age? You know what I'm saying? My mom, my brother, um, Undarmer, Shout out Chris Stone,
1: Sonny Bacurl, uh my agent at the time, Bill Duffy. Um, you know they really was helping me
0: and just guiding me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had I had I had, a, I had a great team with me in the beginning. So what what was that experience like for you? Going from being a man in high school, remember you rocking the high top. You know I think no, none of us <laughs> forget that McDonald's game and just how legendary the high top was. And the Gumby and the Jordan, York, yeah. And the Gumby, you know, <laughs> and the Gumby so house party inspiration, right? You know what I mean, like. <laughs> But what was it like for you going now, number one player in high school, putting up 35 a game at Oak Hill, just dominating. Now to go to Italy playing with grown ass men, you know, you know, not quite on the level of soccer games, but my pops played in Italy back in the day. Motherfuckers throwing batteries on the court, going crazy, you know, the fans like, they're pretty rabid. So what was that experience like for you just hooping over there?
1: Well, it taught me patience because I didn't come in playing. Like they, you know, I only played maybe 10, 12 minutes. Sometimes I didn't play at all. So I think it was just a good for my mental to be patient and just keep grinding. Like I just had to keep grinding. I, you know, we practice two times a day overseas. um, have to work out. Um, so I was just on a big grind and, you know, all through God, you know, that's why I was able to, you know, make it through. For sure.
3: My girlfriend and I are talking about going to Italy. Do you have a recommendation? Like a Moscow place? Yeah, you gotta go to the well, you
1: gotta go see the Coliseum and the yeah. Spanish okay. Ste- and the okay. steps. And okay. All, all, yeah. all right. Appreciate cheesecake it. out there is crazy.
2: All right, right, good to know. Good to know. Heavy flex. Cheesecake. <laughs> Heavy flex, man. You <laughs> know me, my yeah. girlfriend and I are going to
0: Italy. Speaking uh, of the, <laughs> the pizza's okay. Uh yeah. <laughs> too so much olive oil on the yeah, shit. The
1: pizza, the pasta. I yeah, I'll stay with the risotto, the pasta, and some wine. Oh, the oh, pizza weed? All
0: right. Hey bro, Italian pizza wheat. You are like a puddle of olive oil, so you gotta go ask for with no olive. Olive oil. That's oh, okay, shit. Okay. Like, I remember the first time we ate pizza, they're like, how are we supposed to eat? It was literally just like a layer of olive oil on that shit. And it's like- huh. Unfortunate, you know, unfortunate. Straight bubble guts. <laughs> All right, so let, let's talk about, you know, you, you play overseas, Yeah. draft night. You thought maybe the Knicks were gonna take you. I think they had what the AFC, or eighth pick, excuse me. So you thought the Knicks were maybe gonna take you, they had the eighth pick. You end up going to Milwaukee. But the question I wanna ask you, the most memorable thing from that night, you pulled up, they, they announced the yeah. pick, but you kind of just pulled up when you felt like it. Yeah. So I want to know, what were you doing before that moment? And why? I know New York traffic could be a pain in the ass. So, what, yeah. what, what, took, what took you so long to get to the arena?
1: So, this what happened. So, <laughs> I love when it starts that <laughs> way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm talking, I'm talking to my agent, and he's like, Yeah, I, they're not, I think you're going to slip in the draft. But because I'm supposed to go lottery, I'm like, Slip. But my but my mouth was the reason why I was getting in trouble. Yeah. Like I was calling out Ruby, I was calling out all type of just saying whatever. Cause I just felt like I was the best player in the draft. So it kind of like, that kind of had teams like backing off on me. But I just remember my agent was like, all right, uh, I don't know if you're gonna go to draft. So I just went shopping. I, I went I, I, yeah, I took the train. No. Yeah, I took the train, I was on Soho. I was just shopping, I went shopping that day. I went shopping, then I came back, had to get ready. My family was meeting me in a uh, in a little lo- in, in a little room that they had in a, a hotel. Everybody was there, and then next thing you know, I get picked tenth, and I'm like, and, then, and they're like, "Oh shit!" Like, they want you to come to the draft. I'm like, "All right," like you know, so go to the draft. Sitting in traffic, boom, boom, get there. You know, I'm like, you know, waving to the fans and all that, <laughs> boom, boom. And um, David Stern's in the back. He's like, "Well, the 13th pick not here, so I'm gonna just bring you out." Okay, in the back. I was like, all right, cool. And then that's when I came out. I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, it was good. I saw Sonny Vaccaro, I was like, Sonny, we did it. Sonny, like, you know, like. Yeah, it was what like,
0: watch the clip, David Starr yeah. kind of has this look on his face, mm-hmm. but I think he had to just respect the, the, the power move that you made, and it's one of the few times I feel like he's got stunned on in kind of an NBA event. Yeah, like, I
1: didn't even, <laughs> it was crazy. If you look at, I, I didn't even look at him. Yeah, I'm just more like, yo, I'm here, like shaking his hand, just like, yeah. Like, Are you the first or only draft pick to, ever come to, to, the, yeah, sure. <laughs> to
2: pull up late, like, you know what <laughs> I'm like saying? what's good? Like, you know my bad, like, tra- stuck in traffic. The shopping's crazy in New York. My bad, G. Yeah. You feel me? I was me? in Soho, <laughs> day. I was <laughs> Yeah, it was
3: just shopping. <laughs> did they have a car for you, or did you have to take a cab? What was... Yeah, uh, yeah They had yeah, a car. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was yeah, going to yeah, say, if you so. showed up in a cab, or better, a train to get there, out of... <laughs>
0: So we gotta talk about, I know, and this is the thing, I know every time somebody bring you on, they gotta talk about the 55-point game, right? Mm-hmm. But just the sheer magnitude of it. I think you had dropped like 30 like prior to that. Mm-hmm. Seventh NBA game, you got the Warriors in town. Steph was the seventh pick at that point. He wasn't playing quite as much as you were. Yeah. Did you have any extra motivation going on? We all seen the clip, obviously hit him with the headzine. <sighs> Help, man, down! <laughs> yeah. But was there any motivation to go to go up against him because he was a seventh pick and you felt like you were kind of disrespected by teams that didn't draft you maybe earlier.
1: No, nah, it wasn't it, it wasn't anything personal with him. I, like my first game coming out, like I had seventeen ninety nine. I almost yeah. had a triple double. So <laughs> like, and I think the motivation of me was Scott Skiles though. Like he, like you know, because I wasn't posted. I wasn't going to start. Like and he and he had to make a decision with me and Luke Renard. And, wow. Um, wow! You know, he had to tell Luke, like, you know, I'm gonna go with the youngin. And Luke, being a great vet, you know, he he helped me out a whole lot that year. So that that was just my confidence right there. Having guys like Kurt Thomas and like Jerry Stackhouse in the locker room. So you know, I had some good vets. Like I had some good vets in you know that rookie year. So that was that was my motivation. It wasn't against like
0: anybody. But you talk about Luke Ritton now, and a lot of people may not be familiar with that name, but Oregon. killed a killing one of the coldest Caucasians. White boy had a huh. Jimmy and a handle. He had yeah. the though. Yeah. him and Luke Jackson, one of the coldest yep. Caucasians yep. in the game. Yeah. So I wanna <laughs> ask, when you came to that Milwaukee squad, obviously you, you fresh off of Italy, who was the vet that really showed you what it mean to be a pro?
1: Uh, Kurt Thomas. Okay. Yeah, okay. Kurt, mm. yeah Kurt, And I still talk to Kurt Thomas to this day. You know, he was like, you know what's crazy, after that 55 point game, we, we was in the shower, he gave me a beer. Right. No, oh, I talk, yeah, love yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He gave me a beer, and he was like, you know, he said something. He was like, "Yo, don't think they love you. Like, you know, like you, you know, you're gonna have to keep this going. Like, you know, wow. saying, you know, you ain't did nothing yet. Like, this is just one game. Like, we're gonna see where you at later. Um, you know, but don't think they love you. Like, this is a business. This is a job. Like, long as you out there, you know, putting that thing in the hoop, they gonna say what you know, do whatever for you. But don't think they love you.
2: In, in Italy, you said you weren't even playing at some points. You know, you had to kind of figure things out. Then you come to the NBA, you like 17 9, and nine mm-hmm. 30, you know what I'm saying, game three. You dropped to 50, you know, took Steph's ankles, you feel me? Is the scoring different? Yeah, pardon me, thank you. You know what I mean? But is, it like, is the scoring more difficult overseas? People have said that. I wonder, like, how, you know. It's, it's more a
1: team. Okay, It's, it's more okay. a team. Like, the, the person who's averaging the most might average 15 points. Mm-hmm. And everything else is just and down from there. Yeah, so, it's yeah. like, it's not, like, they want to win. So, mm-hmm. they just, it's harder. The pain is... More collapse, like it's more physical. Do you ever remind stuff? No, you like yo, you remember
2: that when I, you know, <laughs> when you well, see.
1: Well, him? well, me and Steph, like you know, we're kind of like in business together, right? Like like now, like we're doing a collab. Me and him with Tough Crowd. Okay, yeah, so, so. you know that's my, you know that's my that's man. <laughs> okay, yeah yeah. No, <laughs> you know, that's my you, yeah,
3: yeah, we love you, Steph. Yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, you know, that's my yeah. dog. Now you I gotta know, ask, did you have a Welcome to the League moment, Gilbert Arenas? That's well, fair. That's I mean, what
1: happened? He told me when we was finna play him. He was like. I don't even care about nothing that you, I, I don't even look at tape about you. I just look at your big, like you're not going to be able to stop me. What's name's gonna come over here screen and I'm gonna play with your big all night and I'm gonna score every time. Like there's nothing you can do with me
2: tonight. Yeah.
1: I was just like, okay. But like, you know, like, <laughs> he and, he, and he did. And, and he had like, and this was before the gun thing. Like this was before like the gun. I think like the next week he had like the gun thing.
2: Oh,
1: <laughs> so I, I remember like he, he's killing me. Scott Scouse takes me out. He's like, you're not, you're not ready tonight. Just one of them moments like, damn, I can't do nothing
2: were you kind of happy when Scott pulled you? Because I mean, after you're getting like 12, 15 buckets on you, something it might be time to, yeah, you know what I mean? mean?
1: Yeah, you know, Gil take you to the post. Like Gil was so good, like at just like, because he knew like your, your, your big man, your, if your big man was sitting back or if he was up, he's gonna go by. If he was mm-hmm. like, give him some room, you know, he's gonna hit that pull up. So mm-hmm. he's In like,
0: fairness to Gil, you're talking about a, a man who dropped 60 on Kobe, yeah. gave Steven mm-hmm. Nash 54. In but, his hometown. Yeah, but you talk about you, you and the Steph collab, but you guys came in the lead together. What was that kind of point in this game where you saw that he had a potential to be special? You talk about 09 not really playing that much. You know, obviously the Warriors kind of got him on a discount because he had the ankle injuries mm-hmm. and all that good stuff with his next contract. But from there to now MVP level seasons, like, what, what did you see year to year in his growth?
1: Just the work ethic. Um, I mean, he's a great shooter. So, I mean, long, you know, this game is about buckets. Um, mm. You know, he just takes it to another level every year. Every year. And he's a silent, he's a silent killer. Like you wouldn't really, you're, you're like, you know, he's just Until like. Until he does so the we, night-night Bone, thing, yeah. yeah
2: Bones said that. Bones said he don't say shit. Nah, he don't. He just get the bucket and like <laughs> make a little joint and then go back on the defensive end, you feel me? Yeah. He <laughs> was always like that though?
1: Always. Yeah, I mean, he never really, he wasn't, ta- I, I, it was this one moment we had in Detroit, uh, when I played for Detroit, and I remember I went under a screen and he had the shot, he said, oh, you're going under now? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> he, he felt disrespected.
2: You yeah, felt disrespected. <laughs> and I was like,
1: I was like, I'm never going under again. Like <laughs> he was just like, oh, that's what we're doing now. Right, All right. right.
3: You see where his Under Armour shoes are. This, the Steph's Under Armour yeah. shoes are one of the hottest shoes out there mm-hmm. today. You were one of the first Under Armour shoes to come out. Yeah. What was it like getting your Under Armour deal, getting the shoe made, mm-hmm. and what's your thoughts on where it is today?
1: Man, getting the Under Armour deal. So I had just signed. I had just had dinner with Sonny, and I had just signed to go overseas. Right. So I'm <laughs> in the win. I'm, I'm I'm at the I'm at the Wynn hotel. And I'm just and, I, and this I'm This is when running. the wind was cr- cr- yeah, yeah, cracking. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah this was cracking. And <laughs> the Olympics. This is 08, So this is the Olympic team. Like they're getting ready to go. You know. That's it. Yes, in Vegas, and I'm coming out. I see Chris Stone. Right. I see Chris Tony started uh, the elite 24 and all and, um, and everything. And I'm like, yo, I'm about to, you know, I just signed to go overseas. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like I just signed overseas and, and I'm about to go and he's like, hold on. He's like, you know, I just got the job at Under Armour. And, um, he was like, uh, you know, take a ride with me. So we 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 go to the game. We go to the uh, the USA game. I meet Jay Kid. Mm-hmm. I meet, uh, I'm telling Jay Kid I'm about to go. He's like, Hell yeah! Fuck college. Get this money. Like, you know, <laughs> yes. Like, you know, it's like everybody. You know, we're everybody. All you know, <laughs> they all <laughs> agree. LeBron, me, me, and everybody. Early. Yeah. Him, and, and then he was like, Yo, like you know, he showed me a shoe, and he was like, Yo, this is what we're doing in basketball. And I'm like, Yeah, let's do it. Like I, I'm always thinking something different. So I'm like, Yeah, I could be the first two. Yeah, let's do it.
3: Was there any reaction from Sonny because he was like the Nike guy then with Adidas? A nah, Sonny, bit. S- Sonny, you know, Sonny was like, who's
1: who 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 who's going to, you know, who's the highest bidder, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, you know, it got, it, and it got to make sense. But it, it was also unique because they were first, they, you know, they were just getting into uh, yeah. basketball. So
0: right everything just made sense. Awesome. So what what was your favorite, that was Redeem Team year, right? Yeah, that course. was Redeem Team. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, yeah Redeem Team. We watching Netflix, I appreciate Yeah. Y'all. But what was your favorite moment from that experience? Because the wind was cracking at mm-hmm. that point. Were you seeing Kobe get in work in the gym or anything like that? They always tell that story. They, were, they was at the club, then they came back and Kobe's literally going to work out.
1: Yeah, no, I didn't I didn't meet Kobe then. No, I, I met Kobe later. But J-Kid, like running around with J-Kid was crazy. Seeing Braun early, Melo, like all those guys, it was just like, it was just like a moment of like I'm I'm about to be here next like I'm about to be in the NBA like that's it's here incredible. like it's almost here yeah you know
0: so you mentioned you like to talk and you don't <clears throat> duck any smoke so, so I'm gonna talk about 2011 lockout. I had the pleasure of filming you when you were playing with the Drew League and doing all that amazing stuff and you know I remember I interviewed you in D.C. just kind of <laughs> ran up on you You was cool enough to give me an interview and you're just like yo I'm I'm the guy that everybody's going at mm-hmm. and, and that's just what it was but you went Under Armour Kobe Bryant's your favorite basketball player right? Yeah. You wear the, nobody likes a snake. Yeah. the purple and gold <laughs> shirt. Yeah. So I wanna know, you know, I know you said Kobe had circled that game on the counter. Y'all actually came in, I think, beat him uh, in LA. It was the lockout. This the one one game that y'all actually played. But did he ever press you for that moment or did he just kind of, did he have respect for you for doing that or what was your all interactions? Man, like? my first Kobe moment, man, he gave me a, a look, I was like, damn like this dude is like he's serious
1: like it was my rookie <laughs> it was my rookie year and i had just you know i already scored 55 and this is when he hit the game winner in milwaukee okay right so he came he like you know everybody that boom. when he came on the court serious and looked at me like like that and i was like <laughs> for what though like, like, yeah like just more that's like that's yeah, Kobe, yeah just yeah it's just cool it was just more like like you ain't shit little <laughs> nah. like you know like like one of those. And I was just like, okay, like it's on. Like, it's on. And I just remember him like, I remember him missing the game winner. I remember him missing the game winner. And then going back to that same spot and making the and, and, and then, you know, making the game winner.
2: How'd you play that game? Like how does it feel seeing your favorite player kind of look at you like that? You know what I mean? Cause now y'all are peers. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: I mean, it was just like, you know, it was one of the moments where you just get stuck and you're just watching him. Like, you know, I was, you yeah. know, I was rookie. So I'm like watching his body language, his movement, how he's talking to Powell and you know, this Lamar, and Lamar Odom's, you know, on like the team, that. like, yeah. you know, they're, they're like that. Like yeah. right. That right. Right. Kobe's in that, in that dog mode. So <laughs> it was just, it was just very, very serious. Is, is there a favorite trash talk moment you have? Like yeah, you, with KG? Yeah. Well, yeah, KG, me and KG was talking. He called me a red rooster because I, I remember I had, because <laughs> I remember I had a mohawk. Right, I had seven different hairstyles, so I had a mohawk and I had it like, 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 kind of like burgundy red. Yeah. And, and I remember like we had beat them at home, and me and KG talking. I'm like, man, you ain't shit. Like he's like, shut up, you little red rooster. <laughs> <laughs> like all that. And I'm like, so it was cool though. That's incredible. When KG's
0: talking <laughs> shit, is it really affecting? Did you ever see guys get affected by it? Cause it seemed like he just doing a lot of barking and woofing. Once you get used to it, it ain't a big deal anymore.
1: I mean. No, I didn't get affected by it. I loved it because, I mean, we were told, I mean, we wanted Boston. I remember my uh, my rookie year, mm-hmm. first round. Like, we wanted them because we matched up so well. Like, Carlos Delfino, Boget, before Boget got hurt, John Salmons. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. John mm-hmm. Salmons on the team. So, yeah, we wanted them because we felt like we matched up well with them. Okay. But KG was a dog, though. Well, KG was a dog, like in that Boston Garden pumping his chest, like hitting his head with the ball. It's like it's like it's the night. <laughs> that shit
2: ain't intimidating because that seemed kind of different. You know what I'm saying? I mean, nah, it's just like whatever. You it's don't like, see well, that yeah. anywhere, though. Like he's he's yeah. a different type of you know dude. You yeah, feel nah, me? definitely.
3: Was there anyone that trash talk ever surprised you? Like Boogie came on and told us about the Tim Duncan trash talk. Was there anyone that was kind of like you were like? I didn't. I no one had told me that you were the guy that would talk or anything.
1: You know who I got into it with, but he but he got me back too. Nate Robinson. No kidding. Nate Robinson. Yeah, I remember we, I was in I, Nate Rob, was in this one. Nate Robinson was in Chicago. Okay. And I remember I was like clowning, like clowning, like clowning that. And then he saw me in Milwaukee, and then he got me in Milwaukee. Like bad though. Like he was you, like, yeah, he got, he came off the bench, like came. He, I think he hit me with a backdoor dunk, and then he's like got in my face, and I and I, I mean I got kicked out for the game
0: too. Yeah, I got kicked out. Yeah, he got in my head though. <laughs> yeah, I give him that. So you played against some elite guards in your NBA career. Yeah. Who who is that player that you look forward to playing the most? Playing the
1: man. You know who I used to. I used to love playing against Darren Williams.
0: Okay. Oh,
1: people oh, will don't give him the flowers he deserves. It was him and CP3 for a while. They
2: were saying, yeah. you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was Darren though. Da- Darren, <laughs> yeah. Darren. Darren. Darren was the guy for 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 a minute. Like, but I used to love going against him. Like, I used to have some good games. But I used to love his game though. Like, I used what to is it about his game? game? He was, he, I mean, he was physical, like he was uh, he was athletic, like low key, like people didn't know, um, but he was just that 20 and 10. Like, you know, he was that point guard back then, like still 20 and 10 every night.
2: I remember at Illinois, he was like the second best player on the team. Yeah, D. Brown was the one. D. Brown was D, the yeah, one, yeah, yeah, D yeah. D you Brown know what I'm saying? Was yeah, thing, and he, he was just too small. Same thing, kind of like Johnny Flynn, where he's like a god in college, come in,
0: he just can't figure it out, he made, but they still a dog though, Yeah, crazy. What was the name he gave the police? Uh, Perry, I forget. It was the most legendary story ever. When he was, like, some shit went down, I think, in Utah, and they gave fake names to the cops. But his <laughs> oh. name was so on point, it was like Perry or Purvis. I forget what it was. It was <laughs> like, damn, I would believe that. I, yeah. yeah, yeah. So everybody talks about that 55-point game, right? But for you, was that your best game, or was there another game where you feel like you, you played better? Um, I mean, I still like my first game. Like ever, like the seventeen ninety nine, like
1: because uh, coming out almost having a triple double, like not knowing, like you know the nerves, like just your first game. So I think my first game, and then that twenty and twenty game I had in Detroit, like okay. that run I had in Detroit before I tore my Achilles, that seventeen game or twenty game span was like
2: my best run, you know, in, in my career. Ever. When you got fifty five, it wasn't <clears throat> like it wasn't common, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like now it seems like somebody dropping forty, fifty mm-hmm. every night, somebody going yeah. crazy, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a crazy like you know run right now as far as the scoring like, what do you think is behind that? Is are the players just that good? People are talking about the defense. But I don't necessarily think it's that. But I mean, I I, I say it's the Steph It's it's Steph. It's, mm. it's the you know the the way Steph plays.
1: Like the way step plays is the reason why a lot of guys are playing the way they're playing. Hmm. You know, it's it's you know getting buckets. Like you know coming down, hitting threes. Like uh, like Steph and Dame Lillard. I think is the reason why everybody's playing the way they, like they're playing now.
3: Interesting. When you win for fifty five, as someone who's never gone for that amount yeah. ever. <laughs> Uh, even in my wildest dream would I not people
2: don't have the uh, energy to get 55 yeah, that yeah. takes a lot of energy <laughs> you know what I mean uh, in shape.
3: right 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 too much to get 55 <laughs> were you looking at the at the scoreboard at all were you looking at the stat sheet in between what? I didn't know nothing really like, I, I didn't really know anything
1: really like I, I I knew when I came off hit that bank shot I knew I had 50 then and yeah. I was like Yo, everything <laughs> is going in like, I was like I can't miss tonight I remember though after that 55 point game the next morning I went to Denny's <laughs> Real nigga. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. For that. <laughs> he's like, Fuck I, went to I didn't go to like, I didn't go out to. I think we went out to eat after, but the next morning I just went and got Denny's and went back to the to the gym and worked. Right
3: out. on.
2: Nobody stopped you, and Denny's like, I saw you drop the fifty. You know what I'm saying?
1: No, no, I was just reading the paper with me in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: a movie scene. More That's different. wild. Right, right. Right. So you talk about your first game in the league, almost having a triple double. You've had triple doubles in your career. Let's talk about Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's probably one of the most polarizing. Players, I think, in the history of the NBA. Yeah. Either love them or you hate him. It seems like, from a player standpoint, a lot of players fuck with them just, and just respect them, but fans that don't really get it. And he kind of, I think, you know, destroyed the sanctity of the triple double, right? You do it for four seasons, now all of a sudden, oh, it's not that hard to have a triple double. It's the shit I hear people say. Yeah, crazy. To Zach's yeah. point, none of us have accumulated I stat. In the NBA. <laughs> right. Ah, not ah. a foul, a yeah. none, none solitary of that. stat. So, from your perspective, especially being a guard, how difficult. Is it to to drop a triple double in a game and even average a triple double for a season?
1: I mean, it's very hard. I mean, I, you, you got to have a nose for the ball. Um, that t- doing that for four seasons. I mean, you know, I take my hat. I got to salute him for that because, I mean, you know, you're in shape. Your bot- like you're in shape. Your mind, like you're just on a whole different level. Um, Russell Russell Russbrook's resume is crazy. I can't wait till you retire. I'm gonna talk crazy. I saw you tweet that. Yeah, so I'm gonna talk I was crazy. hoping
0: maybe we'd get a little bit, bit of it now. I,
1: I mean, I just think, you know, being from LA, you know, Russell, he wasn't ranked high. You know, a lot of people didn't know him. Um, you know, he used to, I remember Russell being at the Sand Dunes when we were younger, mm-hmm. like, you know, ninth, 10th, working on his hops, like, you know, working on his legs and, you know, trying to get better and better. And then, you know, going to UCLA, like having that breakout year then, you know, I heard guys in the in the draft didn't even want to work out with him, like against him because, you know, they felt like it would hurt their draft stock. So it was just a uh, like I just l lo- I just like his 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 way of you know how he went about
0: it. Yeah, know? for sure. I remember Russell UCLA at those points. I think the story was he's was supposed to go to Arizona State. Somebody from UCLA went to the draft. So they called him off for a scholarship, he U turn, came back and, and got it in. But just the, the work ethic, the strength. And, and you look at him on this this Lakers squad now. And this is something I talked to, to Gil a lot about because Gil's not a fan of, of Russ being a sixth man. Yeah. And I think LeBron and AD aren't playing like Darby Ham, I get it, but you can't let Russ sit for the first five minutes of the game when that squad needs him out there. Mm-hmm. So do you agree with how the Lakers are using him this season or, or how would you like Russ to be used on that squad?
1: I think Russ needs his own team. Like I think Russ needs his own team. Like that year, Russ got MVP, and the way he took OKC—I mean, they went to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But like that was just like unbelievable. Was like, that 2018? Yeah,
2: 2020,
0: 20 game. Was that that or same nip. year? No, that was, nip was 19. Right in my because that was
1: the one in Denver. Remember he hit the game winner, and he ended the like. Remember in Denver when he hit that game winner, and he yeah. hit and he and
3: he uh, that was the season. Right, 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 right. <laughs> The Lakers obviously had some bad calls the other night against the Celtics. Yeah. I'm curious, did you ever get into it with any officials or get any, like, what do they say back to you when you're saying it's because like, they obviously make mistakes. I think in this case, it was a pretty bad one. Yeah. But what are you saying to officials as those things are happening? I mean, I'm crossing them out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I when, you, when you were in the league, that's when this sort of shift ha- like happened, where yeah. like, kind of like at one point in your career you could say whatever you wanted and then another point you would be was that hard for you to adjust to yeah yeah i
1: think my i think after the lockout i think that's when we had to like like you know to chill yeah zip it a little bit but before that like yeah i used to yeah some guys used to talk crazy
2: seeing brian like (laughs) react the way he did some people were saying he was like overreacting the motherfucker is 38 years old bro he never take his ass home gee and he can't get a fucking call as a goat it's crazy. Does that make sense to you? Like, what you know, seeing him reacting that way. I mean, it was yeah, it was a foul. I yeah.
1: mean, it was a foul. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it was a. I mean, and right now the position the Lakers are in, they need to win. Like every, like they need yeah. to win.
3: Right, right, right. So, you can see that looks so on. Yeah, his face. You know what
1: I'm saying? It's like it's getting to that point.
0: Can't keep dropping. All right, so we talked about that. I mean, we saw Pat Bev get the tech with the camera. Dejounte Murray tweeted something the other day. <laughs> that was hilarious. That that, that camera, was oh, that, 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 legendary. That, that legendary. That's, yeah, that's one legendary. of the best things yeah. I've yeah, ever. I think seen. probably the greatest tech in NBA. Here. I'm trying to <laughs> think in my head anything that comes close to that. But
2: it, it just what's funny like, too is that he doesn't know how to use a camera. That shit was awful. black. <laughs> he just that's grabbed the, the camera it. Like and he it was had like pointing at a black screen file. You know, I mean, beautiful,
0: like true Chicago Negro fashion. Like, but I'm a one up, but. You know, we saw Dejounte Murray tweet recently. He got a, a tech for saying "good call." What, what's the worst tech that you've gotten or that you've seen someone get? Where it's just like, "Come on, dog. I don't know. I mean,
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty. Like, if I get a tech, I'm getting kicked out. I'm trying to get kicked or out. Like, I'm not
3: giving get your money's worth. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting my money's worth, <laughs> and I'm
1: taking my jersey off. The the st- like, I'm, I'm going Yeah, I'm That's getting my it getting
3: spicy. Mine off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you have like? Do guys have like an internal like? That's gonna be a fine like I'll, I'm getting a letter from the league that's going to be fine when you do something. Yeah, yeah, or is yeah, it? yeah. I remember I was in Toronto and I did like the, the thing, like, like <laughs> the, the big boss. Yeah, yeah, the and they
1: <laughs> that's the, uh, the, yeah, the,
0: who was that Sam Cassell?
1: Sam Cassell, yeah, I don't even, yeah, yeah. even know. And the next day, they was like, Yeah, the league find you
0: 25,000. Oh my, you're doing the you have no God. marbles then? Yeah, you yeah. was yeah. in a movie, yeah. you rich people would be like, It's only 25k.
2: So,
1: that I, 25k was, yeah. though,
2: yeah. that hurt, right? Like, yeah, how long does it hurt for?
1: Yeah, I mean. My financial advice let me know, like, you know. Take it easy. Yeah, yeah. Relax, like.
0: Yeah. <laughs> see, if, if refs fuck Eat up. Eat at Denny's
3: this week. Don't go elsewhere.
0: <laughs> like in that Pat Bev situation, And that he's probably going to get fined. But if refs fuck up, it's like, all right, we got to give you 25 back for that because that was on us. Or find the ref. Bro, the, and yeah, the, the, the ref should have been
2: fine for that, bro. There should be something set up like Make that. Make him because, wear a bowl yeah. cut or a janky <laughs>
3: hairstyle for a game. can't
2: miss big plays like that and shit sweet. You just apologize. Shut the
3: fuck I, up, bro. Make I, the right call. I, I just don't want to ask because they pointed to that official that was like the head official in that game. And I think the Celtics are 36 and, 32, or 36 and two.
0: I don't think that was. And his, fan, is and that his not family true? are Celtics fans. I think it's not true, Zach. Wait, the let's make sure Yo lied, lied to me the let's have a little repeated. fun guys they are celtics fans though <laughs>
3: they were rocking the celtics jerseys but, which, okay. which
0: in, in itself is already
3: uh, <laughs> i'm glad you fan. caught me i'm glad you fact yeah, no,
0: you know but, me, Zach, you know any opportunity to the clown teams uh, i don't fuck yeah. with i go for but are there it, that's what the internet that's what twitter told
3: me okay okay that's too they said but it was cap are there officials that you feel like like that hated you or that didn't like your team or didn't like your coach because i remember in college i knew the guys that hated our coach like the the, the crew, like oh, we're not getting one tonight.
1: I just think with the refs, I think like if your team is trash, they just don't re- like they just like whatever. Like, <laughs> like y'all not winning, y'all don't win anyway. Like you're going home and April anyway. Like so, if I'm a if I'm a ref, I'm like they ain't gonna like like what's the matter? Like I, matter? And, yeah.
2: like, right, I, I just I, I just think you got to win. Yeah, you got to win. So you it's gotta. LeBron James, but they're twelfth in the West. Fuck them. You know that's what yeah. they're. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean yeah, a little bit. I, uh, yeah, kind of
0: like well, whatever. Like you know. <laughs> That's cold. That's cold. Let's talk about That's last Yeah, yeah. Talk about last summer, man. Uh, you have some some controversial tweets. I'll just say that that had the world buzzing. So you, tweet, you tweeted that you weren't really feeling the NBA becoming a players' league. Instead, the guys like CP3 and LeBron had helped kind of usher in that era. But also mentioned that they'd earned it, and there were some other guys mm-hmm. who were doing the same shit. You know, that didn't necessarily earn the right to be able to do that. So I wanted to know how much do you blame the players for becoming a players' league versus how much do you blame? terribly run organizations. We talk about this tank era, you got teams that deliberately try, I mean, you think about John Wall's experience with the Rockets, they're deliberately not playing them oh, so they can try and get a draft pick. So when players do have a little power, it's like, man, fuck this, I'm not just gonna sit here and deal with this shit, I'm, I'm one out. So how do you kind of you know, put that blame out there? Who, who, gets, who deserves more of it? I mean,
1: I think it's, we gotta come to a common ground. Like, we gotta come to a common ground. It's both, it's both sides. I mean, players are making a lot of money, they don't wanna play. The franchise is making a lot of money. They trying to like, whatever, like they'll just keep, but I mean, winning changes everything, but guys got to want to play too though. Like guys just missing games. Everybody's just missing games. Like, you know, like taking my son to a game. I don't even know if like, you know, the main player is going to play anymore. And it's like, guys are just missing games. Like just missing a lot of games. And it's just like, all right, well, you know, both everybody's fed up. We saw that
0: situation with, with uh, Jimmy Butler yeah, and the fan kid had flown like four thousand miles, but Jimmy made good. Obviously, got him tickets to oh, yeah. another game. Yeah. So you feel like guys, you're not a fan of this low management, era.
1: no? Because what what is low man- management? Like we, st- the NBA has been going for years. So guys play eighty two games. Guys play. Like if you want to play, you want to play. Just mm-hmm. play basketball. Like all this like low management oh I can it's like alright well do you wanna play or not like that's my thing hmm. cause like missing okay missing I, I mean if you're hurt yes like I oh, get it. if you can't sure. go yes but just uh, okay well I played you know five and seven nights and now I'm gonna just take off a week like what like nah like what? keep going like play like I don't know I I just love to play basketball so if I can go I'm gonna go
3: I wish I could load manage, manage my own like job you oh, know what I mean yeah. like if I, could, if I could be like I'm gonna take five days off I'll see you guys later <laughs> yeah like you know yeah there are a lot of people that can't do that, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Like, yeah, to your point. The last thing we want to wrap with: What's your favorite move? Like, your favorite move you ever had, or like favorite your go-to? Move? Yeah, what was the best thing in your back?
1: The step back, the Tim Hardaway between the legs crossover step back. It was. Ooh. Yeah, I love that
3: step back. Because when did you? When did you? Like, when did that move?
1: Probably around like ninth grade. Ninth grade. I used to watch a lot of like Kenny Anderson. Kenny Anderson at Georgia Tech a lot, so yeah. Kenny Anderson was like my favorite. Uh, my favorite point guard growing up, a lot of Kenny Anderson. So Kenny Anderson and like Tim Hardaway, um, Chris Jackson. You know, Mahmoud. Uh, it, yeah, Mahmoud, his, uh, his, his, uh, I think his, did his documentary just dropped.
0: It's coming out, I think, uh, February 3rd. He to yeah. tap in with that for yeah, sure, yeah, bro. Like. So, nah, but you, you look at what he did with like a 45 second shot clock and no three point line. I don't think people can really wrap their head around it yeah. and just with the, ooh, giving a bucket. So one more thing for you, you have to pick one hype song this is the only song you could play before games. What song would you pick that's gonna get your mind right and get you ready for a bucket getting? What's that Jay Z song? Diamonds are forever. Wow,
2: that's, <laughs> that's a little like flex. that. That's a kind of a flex though too. Like, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, feeling yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah.
0: The rock ask, is in the building.
2: I want to ask you a question about the t- about tough crowd. You had okay. the, you know the the collab with, uh, with Steph. How'd that come about? You know what I mean. And do you play golf at all? You played at all? Cause I know you had the golf ball, the golf love, yeah, and all that. Yeah.
1: So me and Steph, we're we're supposed to be. I'm uh, um, dropping a collab with Steph this this fall, mm-hmm. um, with Under But the connection comes back with Under um Chris Stone, uh, Nick DePaula, um, and the whole Curry uh, family. So you know, I'm just very excited about that. You know, I think that's going to be. I think that's one of that's that's actually going to be my my biggest collab, and mm-hmm. actually the collab that pushes my brand really like you know, further in and out there. So I'm very
2: excited about that. I'm definitely tapping in. I just picked up golf during the pandemic. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll be out there playing Young Nudie, so I need to, you know, something to be a little okay. fresh, you feel me, I, you know, while the I'm out there.
0: I got 3X shit yet? I, I've been scouring the, we, yeah, yeah. I need some shit for the bigger, <laughs> okay, we like Popeyes, like, <laughs> but we still want to look sleek, but nah, I, I be seeing all the shit and I go to the site and it's like, oh, I gotta drop 20 if I'm gonna fuck with this stuff, but I'm motivated. And then the golf, the golf
1: came from uh, this movie called Funny Games. Okay, okay. you ever seen Funny Games? Uh Yes, it's 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 like a, uh, it's a horror movie. It's like a, it's like two white, like two two. two Two white guys and they dressed in white. They and they go adopt like this. Uh, this family and torture them, but they, but it, but they. It's our like have like golf gloves, like yeah, yeah. golf balls, and oh, okay. like, <laughs> like, that's I, inspiration. behind
2: it. I know I, the blood yeah. on, the, on, mm-hmm. the, on the on the golf, you know, on the glove. That's Great movie though. That's some, awesome. I tap in Friday night. You know what I mean? Watch, <laughs> it,
0: watch it with your daughter. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> we don't let her get screen time yet. She's too young. <laughs> you know, no, no, no screen time. No screen time 18 screen. months. 18 me too. Yeah. No, you know how Rob is. Those little she niggas, like, iPad.
0: They know you are in front of the TV. You're turn on sports. Fucking anyway. poking out of ads and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. bro, <laughs> I'll be watching <laughs> shit with my
2: ass. I'll be like, man, this motherfucking bluey dog. Let us sit out for a second. Anyway, man, appreciate
1: you. Oh, no, thank
3: you. No, Thanks thank for tapping you guys. in yeah, with us, man, for you. real, thank man. Thank man. You appreciate thank you, appreciate you. New episodes drop every Tuesday. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, wherever. If you want to watch it, you can see it on YouTube. Like the video, subscribe to the channel, and comment below.